If you want me on, you better listen, okay? Sorry. That was to the yeah, audience, have, not to you. you no I think people will listen to like three minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Nobody's listening. <laughs> Actually, your your uh, your OG episode is 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 in the top ten. Um, yeah, that's right. No, my OG episode. I feel like I was not. I need to be in this in this state. I was too like I don't know what a podcast is. You know. Now you're, I feel you're like... at number eight. Everything everyone wants is the no, the number eight. Who's number one? one? My first episode ever. It's literally just because everyone listened to it. Because they're like, oh, you started. Okay, what's your second episode? Uh, Top 10 movies of 2022. That one makes sense. But it's also because, like, they're like, it's a whole year. It's like, oh, I Top 10. People like an episode that's called, like, Top 10, too. I think so. I have the most anticipated movies. I have 10 underrated scores. I have a movie draft, a 1998 movie draft. Okay, this Uh, better be number one, you stupid people. I know you did watch this movie, so... (laughs) Listen to this and then watch it. Great job, great job putting in a threat at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, this is for the beginning of the episode. Okay, let's hear it. Um, I know you did watch this movie, but it's literally streaming for free on Amazon Prime. So go, yes. well, I guess you have to have Amazon Prime, but go watch it. Actually, don't watch it. Just listen to this podcast. I feel like you get everything you need. So just watch it. Listen to it. Don't watch anything. Listen to this. Okay? I want to be number one. Okay. On a video <laughs> Is Rocky Rani your favorite movie of the year? So the last time you were on the pod, we talked about Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was your favorite movie of 2022. Yeah. And now you're on talking about Rocky Rani. Is it so far in... Uh, almost October when we're recording this, your favorite movie of 2023? Um, so last time I was on, I think I said that it that Everything Ever All at Once wasn't my favorite movie of the year, but it was like my most fun watching experience. And I think my answer for Rocky or Ronnie is the same. Or I said it was like the most fun I've had in a movie or something like that. So what was your favorite movie of 2022 then? I don't know. I said I don't know. Um, I don't actually know. Um, it might have been that. It might have been everything everywhere all at once. I don't know. I watched so many movies. I watched a Danish movie two days ago. It was really good. I thought it was going to be like a rom com, and then it was like an it was like an X rated erotic film. And my roommates and I were like, oh, "Wow, we got close really quick." But um, <laughs> this um, is why you should be a co-host on this podcast because I'm not watching those movies. I'm not watching. It was, Danish called, it was called. Oh my god! Everybody, go watch this movie because you will have a similar experience. It was called like Air Erringo Erringo or something. It's on Netflix. It looks so like on the outside when you click on the trailer, you're like, oh my god, this is like such a cute like historical drama about a girl that lives in the countryside in Denmark and then you watch it and you're like no this is about naked people <laughs> it was really scary but it was good so that description of that movie is the same way old people probably looked at Rocky Arani like oh this looks like a nice yeah. and Joker movie oh actually they're making out in an elevator what the hell is yeah. going on here you're totally right it was very similar yeah yes um Actually, uh, my my dad watched it, and my dad, who I mean, I love my father, but 
he's all like conservative, was like, this is a shit movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is anybody watching this? My mom loved it. That movie is for the women, for the girlies. So, Yes, I, I don't disagree. Uh, my mom also really loved it. I haven't really talked about that this movie with her in depth. And I'm hoping that she listens to this episode. So I'm going to try to curse as little as possible. You're right, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, sorry, you, Auntie. Priya, Priya, four minutes into this, I'm going to curse. Like, it's, it's not good. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I remember there was a, before I watched this movie, there was a there was a take online that this is the Barbie uh, for, like, Bollywood, like, for Indian people, and, and arguably better. Uh, I'm assuming you already saw Barbie. I don't want to, like, I think it's unfair to both movies to really compare them, but, like, there are definitely comparisons to make. Uh, without shitting on... There you go. See? It's already there. Without without uh, talking badly about Barbie uh, or Aki Arani... Okay, so based on your face, you did not like Barbie as much as you liked Aki Arani. Oh, oh, oh. My face was my face was about me trying to figure out how to not curse, but... Um, Don't just curse. It's, my okay. mom's not going to listen to this. <laughs> um, I... I liked Rocky Rani. Okay, I don't want to say I liked it more, um, but I think that there's value and specificity, and the movies I like the most are specific movies. That's what's most fun for me to watch. And I mean, of course, it helps that I'm Indian and I'm watching an Indian film. Like that definitely helps. But I think beyond like my biases, I feel like because that movie is like rooted in a culture. That's like an actual culture in Earth. I mean, Barbie is a culture, but that, <laughs> like, yeah. I guess, I guess, I, I could feel. I think that Barbie and Rocky Rani maybe touch on some similar topics, but I can feel the practicality in Rocky Rani and the way that, like, how what they talk about is like mirrored in society very easily. While I mean, Barbie is a theoretic set in a theoretical universe, like. A fictional universe so of course it's like a little bit removed but there is value in that as well like i think there is value in like viewing these same topics in like a i guess quote-unquote ideal theoretical lens so there's value in both but yeah i also love a dance number and of course i mean the the barbie has a dance number but nothing i mean nothing can compare right like no Nothing compares. And I agree with your point. I think um, you could argue that the first half of Rocky Arani is kind of like the dreamy theoretical world that Barbie is is like kind of you could compare to because it's a traditional rom-com. It's a traditional Bollywood rom-com. And you go through all the steps of a traditional Bollywood rom-com in an hour and a half. And then honestly, when the movie hit intermission, I looked to my right and I was like, oh, I forgot we're watching a Bollywood movie. Like, I forgot we're only halfway done. Because it felt like a complete story. Then you realize, oh, this movie's playing with the form and you realize that it's actually going to dive into, like, what happens after... Usually what happens after the credits roll on most Bollywood movies. Like, what is the reality for these women that have this, like, you know, dreamy, meet-cute and then have this perfect Bollywood love life? I I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I rewatched the movie right before we're, we were talking now. I actually liked it a little bit more on the rewatch, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure is like true for, I think it's hard to, it's hard for that to be the case. I think for a lot of movies, cause I think on rewatch, usually you like notice some, some gaps and stuff. But I think when I first watched it, I was really picking up on the things I did not like about the movie. 
don't get me wrong, when I first watched the movie, I had a ball. Like, I had a really fun time. But there's a lot of aspects to this movie that are very on the nose. And it's been a while since I've watched a Bollywood movie. And so those really were like, okay, I forgot that we're, like, talking about an audience that, like, traditionally needs things laid out very clearly. Yeah. Um, what what were those things? Like, can you give me an example? I mean, should we just start with the nitpicks? Should we just start? Yeah, yeah. I want, I want to know. I'm curious. Okay. Well, with the disclaimer that I have a lot of good things to say about this. No, story. and we'll get to that, but I'm more interested yeah. in this. You know, I just don't want I just don't want listeners to get turned off, you know? Like, th- th- this is an episode. No, I listening. fucking love this movie. Okay, good. We're going to talk about it. Um, well, I'll start with the biggest one since we're just kind of talking about it. Uh, I mean, the, the moment where Rocky literally says the word cancel, so... That, oh yeah <laughs> that was really really tough for me like i i it, it was particularly tough because the five minutes before that moment were the most emotionally poignant for me like that was like the moment where i actually had tears coming down my face when mm-hmm. the father had danced and he got ridiculed and he comes home and he has this speech about how he danced despite what his father said and then you get into rocky's speech that's basically like why can't I insult people? Why, why do you have to cancel me? And, uh-huh. and like, I get it. I get exactly what they're trying to do. I'm not saying it wasn't even effective. I think part of that speech is effective of what Rocky is saying. But it's it was just like, it was so, like when they said the word cancel, I was like, oh, that's what the, that's what's happening right now. And it mm-hmm. just completely took me out of the movie to the point of like, I we got to move on. Like this really just doesn't need to happen anymore. Because then there's so much subtext. There's so much like cultural baggage that comes with that and now yeah, especially like, given who's directed and produced the film who is kind of like known for being somebody who is tries to monetize off of being canceled or being cancelable so so i don't i don't know too much about the garanjo or gossip i know that like the whole like you know, the nepotism claims and just like how he has basically been like the gossip leader of an industry for years but like do you have more details about what you're saying uh no actually no but not not really i mean i was like i am still an avid coffee with current watcher i love it and i he does he does like try to exploit it's funny because he both says he's vehemently against can't like this cancel culture and like this rhetoric around nepotism and that he has a more more nuanced view upon nepotism and all of this and then simultaneously has a show where the entire point is to get celebrities to say things that are like vulgar or like or cancelable essentially right and so he's like trying to monetize off of it with this show that is like extremely popular and also trying to be like the voice of reason and culture in in India, which and, and also like the things that he thinks is can, are cancelable are like so dumb, which is fine. And while he has made this movie, that's like pretty. I mean, I think did a great job about like feeding you your vegetables and like um, in a very palatable way. I think that he it in his like other show talk show that I don't know if he's still does but i've watched like every single season um (laughs) i think he tries to demonize people about the same things like he uses these like misogynistic like 
tropes to try to cancel people, you know? So like asking, yeah, like asking actresses or actors, like who's the biggest whore in the industry? That's like, that is a way you're just weaponizing those same things that you're trying to fight against in this movie. So, I mean, I don't know if that's the most nuanced take about Karen Johar. So please like, please Joe Hurries or whatever you're called. Don't come for me. But like, I think that that's what people have the most problems with him about. I mean, listen, you, as a, you've seen every season that I feel like you're pretty. I, I mean, to... some of the seasons I watched when I was like seven years old, he's been, that show has been going on for a long time. So. I guess it's fair to say that, like, as far as I can tell, it's just a complicated relationship to have with an artist, knowing mm-hmm. everything we know about him. Um, and so, yeah, like that that moment, that cancel moment really rubbed me the wrong way to the point where, like, I was like uh, pretty like emotionally out of the movie from that point on. on on first watch. On second watch, I knew it was coming. I knew that I just like didn't have I knew what that was. And so that really helped me enjoy certain parts of the movie that come after that, specifically mm-hmm. um, the song where they're all, where they're in red and, and he's, Ranveer Singh's like doing Kathak with the dad. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And it gets into, it gets into the song, um, uh, Dindora Bajere. And yeah. all that stuff, like at this point in time is my favorite scene. There's my favorite song in the movie for sure. Uh, yeah. I think so, and that's we'll have that we'll have the best song conversation a little bit later. But yeah, uh-huh. so basically, like that was a really big nitpick on first watch. I really didn't like that. And then I have a, a, another big one, and this one I actually I'm gonna credit to my friend Akshay who like texted this to me, and I'm paraphrasing. But when he watched the movie, and, and to an extent when I first watched the movie, and I, I noticed it this time again, uh, I think they could have been more explicit about what Ronnie had to learn in this movie. Uh, because I think in the second half of the movie, like Rocky does a lot of learning and, mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie's family does a lot of learning. Like they both learn from each other and that relationship that they set up, like I think works really well. Um, but it felt like Ronnie was doing a lot of like, like, I mean, I think the Rocky's family had a lot to learn from Ronnie, obviously. So like Ronnie had to like teach them and, and preach to them and like lead by example in certain aspects. I guess the moment that she's supposed to be doing learning is I think she goes back to their house and her grandma tells her that her grandfather was abusive to um, her and her father. And then she's Mm -hmm. supposed to learn something from that. Um, And I I do understand like her, I guess like for me, I did really resonate with what she took away from that experience because like, I have had similar experiences. I mean, I've never hit an old man, but like, or attempted to hit an old man. But like, uh, there have been times when I'm like arguing with my, or I was arguing with one of my grandparents and like my parents are just like, there's no reason for you to be so heavy handed about your like ideals with somebody who has lived a life on this earth and like has learned a lot from it. Like you can have your ideals and still be respectful of like the way they view this world and like take what's good from that. And I, I feel like I've kind of softened on that front a little bit, but I could see Rocky or sorry, Ronnie is like that, that like, you know, idealistic woman who has all these like, um, like perspective views about how the world should be and how women should be treated. And sometimes it's hard to learn from somebody who has a different, uh, like value system than yours, but like there's even value in those people as well is kind of what I took from it. And I think like 
part of that learning process it, for a lot of women, including Ronnie, is like learning that a lot of the men that they idealized in their lives maybe aren't perfect either. I mean, like I don't necessarily have anyone that uh, like has a history of domestic violence, but I, I there are men in my life that I always kind of like idealized as like like really great like uh, figures of like you know, lifting women up and what whatnot, but like they also have their faults and like learning that is a big part about, of like being like, oh, there are people in this world where like, you know, maybe they're not perfect, but there's something to learn from them. And I could resonate with that, but it wasn't as explicit, of course, as when like Rocky has his moment where he's like crying and being like, you guys are mean to me. And they're like, we're not mean to you. We just want you to be nice and, <laughs> and like make your own coffee. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. honestly though, um, that part where he's crying and like, um, he's like, Oh, like why I can't even say Chinese people started COVID anymore. <laughs> I was like, the funny part is I feel like I have had that conversation with the people. So like maybe people are learning something from it. Like I'm not, but maybe people are. Yeah. I mean, it's not inaccurate. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that speech, like part of that speech was good. Like I think it like it, it was within the movie, like it felt within the movie's universe. And I felt like it was Rocky talking. It was really just the word cancel that I was like, Oh, got it. Okay, that's exactly what we're doing. Great. I'm no longer really interested. But yeah, it, yeah, it, I agree. Like that's where um, like the writers' like personal vendettas came out. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I think your points are. I I I really liked your point specifically about like the like idealizing the men because I didn't think about the fact that like Ronnie had never heard anything bad about her grandfather who's no longer with us or with her. Wow, with us. <laughs> no longer um, on this earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think that she her character arc deserved more explicit moments. Um, I think it was Perrine after I watched the movie the first time who pointed out that like towards the end of the movie you actually see Ronnie um, like with uh, what's that called the chunni or whatever like over her head. Yeah, but I I do understand like the point of view of like sometimes it's not necessary to why do we have to accept those like norms if they're not servicing us i get that i guess that this i don't know i know that some people have different views like i don't know if you know like Sadhguru, he's like a he's like a spiritual individual spiritual leader of sorts in india i remember once um i was talking to a family member about uh women in hinduism and how they like women aren't necessarily like allowed to go to temples and stuff when they're on their periods. I don't know anything about that, but he like referred me to the Sadhguru talk lecture, kind of about a similar topic where Sadhguru says like, Oh, the reason why they did that back in the day was because they wanted women to rest. They don't have to go to the temple because they need to rest. It's like, okay, that all sounds like some, a bunch of brouhaha for like just putting women in their place. So like I do like, I, I think it's good that Ronnie like second or like thinks about these things that like, you know, thinks about what these norms mean. No, of course. Yeah. But yeah, that was a long winded way to say that. <laughs> it was very heavy handed at times on a lot of aspects of it. I'm like, if you're going to do it heavy handed, you could have gone a little more heavy handed with whatever development Ronnie's character needed to have. Yeah. But th th that being said, like 
it didn't feel like Ronnie needed to learn anything almost. Like they didn't really, they, they like purposely downplay anything that she maybe had to learn. But it was yeah. just confusing because one of the final climactic moments in this movie is Rocky and Ronnie quote unquote like breaking up because of a quote unquote mistake Ronnie makes. Yeah. And then the the fallout and recovery from that just felt like incomplete. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's okay. The dad's going to apologize because he, his dad died and he understands things now. But yeah, it was just like, felt like they could have done that better. Um, in general, this movie was heavy handed, like I said, but I will say on second, on second watch, any part of this movie that was heavy handed and funny worked really well. A great example is like the bra scene when they go they go bra shopping. Oh yeah! Like <laughs> Ronnie's mom has this like very on the nose kind of heavy handed like women in India have been dealing with this for centuries, and the surrounding nature of that was so funny that it was like yeah it's heavy handed but like it ends it begins and ends with a laugh, and so mm-hmm. it's charming. And I think the serious moments that were heavy handed felt like just a little too much because it happened like maybe too many times, like, literally like two as in the number two too many times okay <laughs> that's that's as far as i'll go as, as as to like uh real general overall nitpicks like there's smaller things in the movie that we can talk about that really don't matter as much but i think those two were my biggest uh what i'd say are the biggest flaws of the movie what what do you feel like now that i mean okay i only watched barbie once and i know we're not comparing the two but it just reminded me i guess barbie's I mean, I, I'm kind of like conflating Barbie and Rodney, I guess. Barbie's lesson that she learns is that humans aren't perfect and women are not perfect. Is that and and like is that what she learns? I don't. Barbie learns how to be what what it means to be a woman, which is uh, everything. She literally goes and reaches Nirvana and has this montage of real women <laughs> living for real life, yeah. and then comes Sorry. comes down and is like. I'm I'm a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay, so she kind of learns, like, what it means to be human, I guess, is what yes. the point is. Okay. Um, In the context of, like, what women have to deal with and the, the you know... What, yeah, what, what it means to be a woman. What all that comes with. Yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think that's more accurate, is what it means to be a woman. Do Ronnie you like learns... the subtitles? Sorry. Oh, oh, great, <laughs> great point. I actually... I actually didn't mind the subtitles, but I think that an hour and a half in, I was like, I'm a little over the laughing at Ranveer Singh be bad at English joke. Like, it was really funny for a lot of it. And he was still like, it was funny, like, into the second half when he arrives at Ronnie's house and he's like, why do you guys not like hugs? And like all that stuff where he's like just really being bad at English. Yeah. Um, but sometimes the subtitles would like, in a, in a dramatic scene, he'd mispronounce something and the subtitles would be mispronounced. And I was like, yeah. don't do that. Like, let me focus on the fact, let me focus on the scene and not the fact that he said, like, the word juice a little weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, did you like the subtitles at all? Uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I was, like, laughing the entire time. Even in the serious scenes, I was, like, laughing. But I will say that I, in, in the same in the same way that you like forgot how Bollywood movies work I had also forgotten and I forgot like how manipulative Bollywood movies can be sometimes yeah like the first time I watched it it was in the theaters and when the grandpa dies and this funeral scene and everybody's crying and I'm crying and like the auntie beside me is crying 
it's just like, you know, I mean, like you just get swept up in the emotions. And the second time I watched it, I was like, they are like, tr- like trying to get you to cry. Like, mm-hmm. for I, sure. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing necessarily. Like sometimes you just, it's good to have that catharsis, but like, it's just um, something about Bollywood movies. I forgot. It, it reminds me of like two moments from Kapi Kushi Kabi Gum, which also was directed by Karanjor. Um, the funeral in that movie was also like very melodramatic. Uh, yeah. I think it works a little better in that movie, but it was also me- very melodramatic. But also in Kapi Kushi Kabi Gum, one of the most absurd moments is when a little kid starts singing the Indian national anthem. Oh my God. That scene is so wild. <laughs> <laughs> and the white mom is like crying. <laughs> That was that was one of the worst moments in any movie ever, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like when you first watch that movie, you're probably like, "Damn, that hits!" And I want to watch it. I'm like, "Shut up, bro! What is this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've talked a lot about what we or what I didn't like. Um, do you have any nitpicks before we get into what we like really liked and loved about this movie? Yeah, I think they were pretty similar. I mean, I honestly did not think that. Um critically about what I didn't like about the movie so I guess I don't have any but upon hearing yours like I definitely did resonate with the with the fact that the word cancel took me out and when I was watching it both times I was like okay um, that was a little too much um (laughs) there were certain things where it wasn't necessarily a bad thing I wasn't like like um mad about it but you know as a coffee with current watcher um I could see that he was referencing himself at times. And I was like, okay, this is too meta. Like, you don't have to do this. Um, There's one scene where uh, Rocky is proposing to Rani and she rejects him. And the reason why is because he's basically too stupid. Um, And he's like, no, quiz me. And she asks the question, who is the first president of India or who's the current president of India. And that is actually something that happened to Ali, but in coffee with Curran in their like rapid fire round, like maybe 10 years ago when she was first on coffee with Curran, he asked her who is the first president of India. And she said, Rajinder Prasad, which is the first, first president of India. And he asked what, who, sorry, he asked who's the current president of India. And she answered with the first president of India. And they were all like, you're stupid. And she got like, kind of like, um, like reamed in the media for that, I guess, for a while. And so he was like referencing his own joke that he didn't even make. He was referencing a time when he made fun of the lead actress of the movie. And um, I was like, okay, whatever. I got it because I watch every episode of Coffee with Curran, but this is it why wasn't this necessary. is why you're on the pod for you. This is exactly why you're here today. That yeah, is some so, hard hitting journalism. That's yeah, crazy. like yeah. Um, shout out to whichever. I I think I actually caught that myself, but then I went looking for like people that also got that. I did find TikTok where people were like, "Did anybody else catch this?" And I was like, "Me." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I'm almost glad I don't know that much about Karan Johar because I think like, with as is the case with any filmmaker, like the more baggage you have with them, the harder it is to remove that baggage. Like the movie has to do a lot more work to like, 
uh, separate the two. In the case of this movie, I don't think they tried that hard, clearly, to, like, separate the two. I think it was very much in conversation with Karan Johar's other movies and, like, yeah. the tropes that he created 25 years ago that he's now yeah. being like, guys, we shouldn't be doing that. Why aren't we doing this? And I'm like, bro, you did this in You started it. <laughs> you yeah. wrote and directed all of these movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... Fair. Should we talk about what we liked about the movie? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Okay, you um, go ahead. Well, I'll we can go back and forth. I'll just start with like like Ranveer and Alia and their like both of their talent in this movie and how good they are, but also like their their chemistry is off the charts in this movie. I know. I know. It's so good. I will say I can tell their friends, like they have like friend energy, but also I don't even care. Like their chem- like their vibes are impeccable. Um, yes. Who do you think was like de- like the star? Okay, I shouldn't say that. Whose whose performance really like stood out to you by the by the end of the movie? Not between Ranveer and Alia, Ranveer and Alia between all the actors. Between all the actors, oh for yeah. sure, uh, showman. The best. Oh, my gosh, Sonam. Dude, Showman, every time he was on screen, I was like, get that guy, get that guy every award. He was <laughs> the best, one of the best punching bags I've ever seen in a movie. Just like every time he's on in Runveer, Runveer's like, hey, Ronnie, let's go somewhere where there's no network, all right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. And the way he calls Ronnie's mom, Ma. Yeah, it's not your mom. Um, oh, and then the the I wrote this down, but I was like the can you hug me scene in the bar when Ronnie is sad. Oh yeah, she's like, Shulman, can you hug me? And (laughs) it took him like thirty seconds to get his arms up and ready. Oh, it's just so good. I just like it's so funny. Um, no, a more serious answer. Gosh, uh, best performance. I mean, I I think it's like. I think it's between Ali and Ranveer. I think a lot of other people have really good heat checks where they like have a couple like good scenes. Um, I think Rocky's mom is pretty good. She like toes the line between like melodrama and like good acting pretty mm-hmm. well. Um, but yeah, I think I think it was Ranveer's performance. I think Alia the first half of the movie was like, oh, she's like really good, but then her performance is fairly one note the entire time. I think yeah. it's like Rocky's character. Like I said before, like Rocky's character is given more to do and more growth. And so it was more fun seeing when we were seeing like change up who Rocky is. Uh, but I, I mean, I haven't seen that many Alia Butt movies, so she was like a fantastic performer in this. Like, it's like they're not, it's not easy to say that. Mm. I think I agree with you. I think Renvier was my, was my like, um, my top performance. He was really great. He also though. I, I don't know how much he was acting. I don't know how much you know about Ranveer Singh, but that's like his kind of vibe just in life. I've so. seen a couple of videos from the NBA uh, All-Star game where he was uh, he was he was struggling on the on the basketball court. Um, yeah. But he had a lot of personality in the locker room and I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is Rocky." <laughs> similar to similar to like what we were talking about earlier, I know from, that man gives off like I was ugly as a kid energy. Like he was not like he had to do put in the work to, he, to like. I mean, he really did. He's one of like the three actors in that industry who were not born into it. So yeah, he was he was doing the most to get in. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I I think he did a great job. Um. Yeah, Alia was really good. I think it's it was like it was kind of similar to a lot of work she's done before. She it's like her bread and butter, and she did a good job. Like I enjoyed it. 
Um, and I, th- I could tell she was having a lot of fun. Like I could tell both of them were just like, this is like our, this is like, we're just playing around. Um, yeah. Which was fun to see. Yeah. I mean, their chemistry was so playful in and of itself. Um, I have a couple of things written down for this, but like, uh, this is stepping on like best scenes. Actually, I'll, I'll hold off. But yeah, their chemistry was really quite fun to watch like I think even in like parts of the movie that I wasn't enjoying like whenever they were together mm-hmm. I was like my god this is fun I think they like saved this movie honestly I'll, I'll say that like I think the script when, when the script is like on it's like knees crawling mm-hmm. in this movie I think like you sometimes you can't even tell because you forget because there's just so much fun to watch mm-hmm. yeah I agree what what were moments where you were like uh this this performance is just like sh- shining through even though everything else may be like a little shitty. Um, definitely just like second half. Um, uh, I think a great moment in this movie is when they meet in the elevator and they kick everyone out of the elevator and the elevator mm. closed and they start making out. And, and she's like, you don't know how to turn on a gas stove. And he's like, you couldn't keep your mouth shut at the dinner table. And she's like, oh. but it's like, it was just like, they're like, it's like funny. Yeah. And they're just like hot. And I'm like, God damn, this yeah. is so good. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I was it's... thinking about like the car chase scene where she she like uh, uh, runs into his car and then like makes him shut up and she's like, "Why didn't you let anyone else talk?" And I was like, you know, honestly, like if it was like I think that was Alia Butt's best scene for me. I was just like, I can feel, I can feel her like emotions. I can feel that she's having fun still, and like the script is not doing anything for me, but the way that she like portrayed it i was just like ah, like make out <laughs> it was so <Yeah>. good <laughs> that was a really fun moment that was also the moment where i was like oh fuck we're gonna go another hour and 45 minutes after this like what's going <laughs> yeah yeah that's true that could have been the ending of the movie yeah I, I think that was kind of the point you know um yeah but okay uh what else um i actually have a whole bullet here written for showman i just want to shout out i don't know who that actor is but i, just, <laughs> I love that character so much Oh, do you um, do you know about um, Ranveer, Ranveer Singh's wife and Alia Bhatt's uh, husband dated for like 10 years before... Ranveer Singh's wife as in Deepika Padukone. Deepika Padukone and Ranveer Kapoor dated for a really super long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, so, that's one of, one of my like favorite Bollywood movies is Ye Javani Hain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. So, like, it's kind of interesting because, like, they're, like, the other people in that relationship. And I was, my roommate and I were chatting about that. And I'm like, oh, it's like they're getting to have their moment. Like, they're getting to have their Ye Javani Hain moment, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, I guess let's just do this now since we're talking about them. What's your favorite Ranveer Singh movie slash performance like what what are, what are your like like the run Singh hall of fame performance since? oh to be honest the only performance where i'm like wow i mean other than rocky irani uh where i'm like oh he really like killed it is do you ever watch gully boy i think that's like the yeah. most acting he's ever done i don't uh, know i won't disagree with that i think he was actually really good in that movie uh yeah i think in the sanjay lila bansali movies it's oh. like those are like those are really fun and really beautiful but i actually maintain that like they're not that good um there's like no plot they're just like really hot people dressed up in pretty sets yes yes which i Uh, watch every single one but yeah Yeah, yeah, of course of course uh but yeah i think ram leela and badmavati 
and even like Bajirao, like he's like he's doing a lot in all of them. Um, mm-hmm. But I think like I think you're right. Like I think Goldie Boy is a real character and a real performance in the rest. Are, I guess Romney has the most character of the three, um, but the rest are like very caricature ish, where it's like I'm gonna play a a scary guy and then I'm gonna do a kick-ass song called Goldie Boy that's awesome. But then the rest of the movie, I'm just doing that over and over again. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Have you seen, see. talking about uh, Ali, about, have you seen Gungubai? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have not, um, but I've seen that one song where she's doing like Gerba in a circle. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, at the beginning where she's like, yeah, young, young and fresh still, young and virginal. Do you recommend that movie? I heard she was phenomenal in that. Yeah, it's good. It's I actually, I think it would be Sanjay Lila Bantali's like most plot driven movie. Uh, I mean, it is kind of just a character study. Like, it's really just about her. But there is a plot. Like, I think every other one of his movies is, like, literally just Deepika Padukone, like, coming out of a curtain. Being like... And and I eat it up every time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing else to it. It's, like, different scenarios where Deepika Padukone is, like, having to open up a curtain. Like, it's great. But, like, I think with this movie, there's actual acting and plot and, like, there's actually like an obstacle that she has to overcome and whatnot. So I think it's a good movie. I think it's a really good performance on her part. I don't know if that's my favorite movie of hers because while she did her best, I think that the writing and the like what was asked of her in that role, it doesn't necessarily like play well to her strengths. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Razi. It's no, she, I, I she's really, I don't really know if good I've in seen that movie. Any other movie with her in it? I'll be honest. Okay, you should watch that. I mean, you should watch Gangu Bai because I I think it's really beautiful and like, I mean, in Sanjay Sanjay Lila Bansali fashion, it's like just every scene is like super duper gorgeous. Um, even the really gruesome like scenes. There's a lot of like violent scenes in that movie, uh, where it's still really pretty. Uh, that's pretty to look at, I guess. Like it's just lit really beautifully, even though it's like in supposed to be like in an intercity brothel, it's still like beautifully uh, depicted. Yeah, um, uh, they have those vibes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and uh, I think it's probably her, uh, his greatest movie. But anyways, uh, Razi is really good because I think it, so it like the way that she acts and. Also, just, like, the way her build and how, like, petite she is really works well for that role because she's supposed to be, like, a spy um, that is essentially, like, garnering information for, I think, like, the Indian government by marrying into a Pakistani um, military leader's family. And she's really good. And I honestly feel like that's probably her best acting. It's super subtle, like... The entire movie, it's, it's kind of like a, like a, I don't know what the word is, but it's like, they just are living in their house together. And she's just like a regular uh, lady, but then she's also doing the spy shit. And it's, it's like really well done. I think that's her best movie. It's one of her earlier works. She has girl next door vibes to an extent. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that she she just like does better in those like she's like very she's subtly acting. I don't know if that's the way to put it, but um, 
in Gungu Bite, it's like a very big performance, and she's like, she she's like a gang leader or whatnot, whatever. And it's like, it, she's still really good, but it's a little bit less believable. Like, like I don't think she could beat someone up, you know? Yeah, it feels like a Bollywood movie where yeah, movie, her performance is less like over the top. Yeah, she, I think she just like got to work her acting chops a little bit more. Where does Kapoor and Sun stand up for you? Oh, yeah. oh my God, that's uh, it's a good movie, but I feel like it's since it's like such a um, what is it called ensemble cast? I don't know if she necessarily stands out. Stands out. Um, yeah, I just know Siddharth Malhotra in that movie stands out, so that's who I'm looking at. Also, Student yeah, of the Year. I mean, oh, Student of the Year. Yeah, wow, that was hopefully your first one, right? Yeah, it's your first movie. There's so many, I mean, like, that's why I haven't done, like, any other Bollywood episodes until this movie, because I, I mean, I, there's just, I have a lot of holes. Like, I could probably do a draft episode for, like, Shah Rukh Khan or, like, one of some of the older guys slash girls, but, uh, yeah, the last 10 years of Bollywood, I've been pretty, like, out of the loop, um, mm. which is, like, Alia's whole career, basically. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that conversation. Um, okay, talk to me more about stuff you liked. I have stuff, but I want to hear from you. Oh, stuff I liked. Um, Without stepping on, like, songs and, like, you know, other categories we might talk about later. Uh, I really, as I talked about it earlier, I really liked that car crash scene. I found myself, like, giggling in my seat a little bit. Like, I was just like, <laughs> um, it was so good. <laughs> um, I really like <laughs> the... Um, Rocky and his like sidekick friend had scenes. He he oh, that sidekick Vicky. friend was I have a bullet. Vicky. I have a bullet for Vicky. Vicky fucking Vicky says like three words in this entire movie, but his physical comedy is off the. It's so good. Yeah, he uh, he. That's what I was about to say. Like he says like nothing, but he is so good to like for uh, Ranveer Singh slash Rocky to play off of. Um, and I just loved every single scene where they were together. They were just like they were so many scenes. Actually, I don't know if there's so many, but there were a couple scenes where they were like in the office and they were like, we're just doing business. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? It was a very like, oh, I'm just Ken. Ken Ken's job is a lendu or whatever. Like, yes, it was exactly. that. <laughs> I, 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 Vicky deserves a shout out for sure. <laughs> I haven't either. Uh, I think I have. He does a lot of like side character, but he's like never, he's never really like been as exciting as he was in this movie, I don't think. Yeah. Vicky and Minty's uh, wedding, you know, it was a negative scene in the movie, like for the characters, but it looked fun. <laughs> I know. I would have a grand time at that wedding. <laughs> yeah. And you know, actually, we were chatting about that wedding scene a little bit yesterday, and we were talking about like, okay, if that was a wedding that happened in real life, how would it be taken in like our in our family in the in our like circles or in my family circles i guess 
And I don't way. know, like, there have been times when, um, like, the reason why these uh, people are, like, laughing at the dad is because it's, like, pretty feminized and, like, they look down upon that, right? Right. There have been times when, like, uh, men in my family, boys in my family, like, at Sangeet's will do, like, a dance to, like, an item song, and it's, like, feminized, and it's supposed to be a joke, and they're, like, joking about it, and everybody's laughing. Everybody's, like, really enjoying it. What does that say about my family? I'm not quite sure. I mean, that the people, the the performers, the men in my family that are performing, they also, they are, like, in on the joke, and they're, like, Kajirare, whatever, like, doing the thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, I think it's, it's an interesting, like, uh, line of thought. It's like an interesting theme to explore. What does it mean that we like make fun of boys that are feminized? But yeah, or like that, that have feminized interests, I guess I should say. Yeah, I think that scene was super uh, effective. Like, I, I mean, I, that like 10 minute stretch of like that scene into the next scene at home was like, yeah, that was super powerful. Um, I have the montage of old songs when mm. the, the grandparents are hooking up and so are Rocky Irani. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very charming. Like, I think that's like a good way to like pay tribute to like old songs and like hat. Like, they, it was just a well done, well executed scene and very charming. And like, shout out the fact that they're making out in a Bollywood song, which never happens. They're not. He's not smelling her belly button or whatever the hell they usually do. But you haven't watched a Bollywood movie in like 10 years. So like they do make out in other ones nowadays. They do? That's they happening. They do. That's happening. You, you, they make out in Gungubai. I'm pretty sure. Damn. You need to get on it. You're you're behind. They're not behind. Um, That's also Krupa's favorite scene. Or when we watched it the first time, she was like, that's my favorite scene. It was like a very, like they do a lot of remakes. There's a rem- I know we're getting to songs later, but there's another remake of a song in this uh movie but i think that one was the most effective like twi- intertwined into the movie oh nice i don't think i know which one is a remake so i'll learn something when we get there okay uh i also have uh ronnie getting closer to uh dada in general like uh when she, he's like i she's like i know red's your favorite color uh and all that stuff and then um, getting closer to Gayatri and, and the mom, you know, yeah, in the in the kitchen. Although, like, I think it was really sweet. I will maintain. I think it would have been way like really sweet if she took a bite of the cake with them. I know that would have like, been. Eat it. Eat yeah. Why are you so fucking drinking milk? Like, just eat the cake. <laughs> like, I mean, to to her credit, she did start singing. Like, she initiated the singing in that scene. Like, she was like, "Oh, like, let's hang." But I was like, you could also have done that with a piece of cake in your mouth, man. It looked good, too. And they, and I felt bad for them because they were like, it's fat-free, it's sugar-free, it's gluten-free. You know? I know. I, like, I know. You don't have to feel bad for this. Uh, but still, I like the whole idea that, like, they're bonding in this, like, toxic household. Yeah. And the last thing, before I get to, like, specific scenes that I can just, like, run through really quick, the last thing is the, um, uh, yeah. the movie. I thought that yeah. was really fun. <laughs> I, the way that they like called back old music in this movie, I'm saying like that that montage and these different like scenes where they bring back old music or like when the grandparents are kissing or whatever and they like they like reunite with this old song like that's what the that's the like factor that gets them to reunite. I really enjoyed. Not that I know a lot of old music, but I um, I appreciated that there's that theme like underlying throughout. Um, yeah. And 
also, I mean, this is something that I can't really speak to because I'm not Bengali um, and neither are you, but it seems like from what I've seen on the internet, like people do like appreciate that it's like a more, it's a little bit less of a stigmatized or uh, like stereotyped uh, profile of Bengali culture than in other movies. But I don't, I don't know too much about that. Uh, I thought it was funny whenever he was like Dada G to Tagore, and then they were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, that was good. Okay, can, can I run through like so, some scenes we talked about? Can I run through some of the scenes that we haven't talked about just to like shout them out into existence? Yes. Um, okay, first one: uh, Rocky Rani meeting for the first time in her office with Vicky. Great scene. Great scene. Um, uh, can I and- say a scene before that? Um, when she, her like entrance scene where they're like running, running. Blah, 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 I was like, <laughs> I was so good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, also, like her her interview with the guy, like yeah, also on the nose, but like still yeah. like a cool. And then Rocky's opening is is that song. So I want I want to talk about the song later. So, but skipping ahead, um, they're meeting in the office. Great chemistry. Also, like like Ronnie just like checking out Rocky's chest. Being yeah. like, do you always wear your shirt down like that? And then he's like, you know, if I was staring at your neckline, we would have had problems. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry for objectifying you. And he goes, no, no, no. I meant to be objectifying <laughs> something. I was like, all right. Yeah, and then he um, says something like, no steroids, all natural or whatever. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, do you want tea or coffee? He's like, no, no, it's protein time. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I just thought it was really charming. And then like her... Uh, Basically, like, the next, like, 15 minutes I just have written down because it goes from that to um, her calling Rocky and, like, him and Vicky getting really excited. And then, like, they, they, like, hang up the call. Rocky's like, she's like, oh, no, I'll just meet you tomorrow. It's fine. Rocky's like, why do you got to keep arguing? Like, just come through at 4 p.m. All right, bye, bye, bye. And that was really charming. And then she's, like, smiling. And she's like, why am I smiling to myself? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was really sweet. And then, like, before the before the What Junka song, their interaction at the wrestler's arena sublime like just like so much sexual tension in that scene i know oh it's just incredible i loved i loved all of that so much i know when he's like why did you have to come here like you could have just called me and she's like then i couldn't have checked you out and i was like oh yeah you're so right yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so good um okay then honestly like i feel like we've talked about a lot of the good moments like the old song montage the um uh without stepping on another song in this first half of the movie you have like the the, the breakup like his proposal and that going like the birthday into the proposal going badly um and then her getting him back after she goes to Kashmir um but then the next bullet i have written down is just like the intermission scene where they're switching families and they're walking across the bridge and then there's a needle drop of lover by Diljit Dosanjh and it is like such a good song they're just walking to each other, no dialogue, but they like their hands like kind of touch and they have this moment. And I'm like, yo, that is so sexy and so good. It's good. I, I like the song a lot on the first watch, but on second watch, I was like, no, no, no. What they're doing on screen is the reason I actually like this scene is because they're just, their chemistry is just, just so off the charts. Yeah. And, like this 15 second thing. I loved it. I loved it. That's a great scene. That scene, like, they, you can tell that, like, you know, they're, like, dating, and they're, like, not over this, like, in love honeymoon phase. I was so good. I was like, oh, my God. I'm obsessed. Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> Big fan. Um, Rocky in a yellow robe at Ronnie's house coming out and looking down um, 
and seeing the dad dance Kathak for the first time into him sitting down with them at breakfast and being like, uh, I'll take uh, I'll take some coffee. And they're like, go make it. Yeah. Like, no cell service. <laughs> like, oh, there's so many just like comedic lines in that. He looks great. Uh, it was just charming and funny. And like the grandma trying to like defend him and like protect him from being ridiculed. Just a lot of like really fun moments with him in their house. Um, I just love that. Um, I already mentioned them in the elevator making out. That was really cute. Oh, also a scene that I don't know how to feel related to coffee. I don't really know if I have any opinions to it. It just kind of felt weird to me that it was put in between. Is when he's learning how to make coffee, they like really sexualize him. They like, I don't know if you remember that scene, but he's like learning how to make coffee and it's like very suggestive. Um, And the mom walks in and she's like, oh God, what is going on here? And he's like, I'm just whipping up some coffee. (laughs) And I was like, this is so unnecessary. Um, It wasn't wasn't necessary, but I guess if you have Renvir Singh and if you have that body, might as well use it for all it's worth. Um, I guess so. I mean, yeah. there's also, like, the part where he's learning to do laundry for the first time, and he almost strips for her, and she's like, please, God, no, don't do this. Yeah. Why was there sexual tension between the mom and him? Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot going on there. I think it culminates in the bra scene, which is then, yeah. like, okay, it gets wholesome again. But yeah. uh, there's a moment. There's a moment there where I was like, all right, what's going on here? <laughs> um, those are, I mean, we. I think a lot of my problems with this movie come in the last hour. And so because of that, I don't really have too much from the last hour written down. Not to say that, like, nothing was good. I think there's a lot of good moments, but I think we'll almost get to them more when we talk about best songs. So before we talk about the songs, do you have any other scenes you want to shout out? Off the top of your head? Um, in the last hour, I enjoyed... I, okay, actually, I do have something that I liked. Um, I guess it was more of a theme rather than a scene. I, I There was a scene that I liked. Um, the scene where she's talking to her grandmother-in-law, Rocky's grandmother, and they're in the Lundu shop and they kind of have a discussion about like, um, about what like her role would be in the family being accepted into the family. And it's like all about this, like it's all through metaphors about making a ladu and then she makes the ladu and she's like, look, I can make it too. Um, I really thought that I like that scene. And I also, I liked the scenes with the grandma for the most part. I think at the ending, it just didn't really, I, I didn't feel like it was, I feel like it didn't really like play out how I wanted it to in that. <laughs> I think it was cut the short. Ending, the ending was so wild. The fact yeah. that she was like, I'm not in your life anymore, but here's the recipe to let loose. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> the credits I, are rolling, girl. What is yeah, going on? It, it was like, it was just not necessary. It, I mean, they sh- either needed to just like cut out that entire conflict with the grandma part, or they just need, I don't know. I don't know how they could have resolved it, but um, it, I don't think they ended it well, they landed it well. But I like the scenes also with um, the commercial problem solving for the commercial. Yes, I was about to mention, um, that. I think we skipped over that earlier, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it it played well and it's like relevant to, um, I guess, Indian people now. I'm sure it played well in India. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually like on second watch, like that scene more. Um, let me ask you a question, an unanswerable question. Should the advertisement have been a mixture of Rocky and Rani's ideas instead of just Rani's idea? What was Rocky's idea? He didn't have an idea. So I'm saying is like, Imagine if the scene went like this. In the context of, like, 
Ronnie didn't have any choice. Oh, like if he had an idea. What if he was like, because he was the one who was like, guys, stop arguing. Let's at least watch it and see what's wrong. Oh my God. I, inside, internally, I felt the same way. I felt like, okay, actually, uh, Krupa and I talked about this after the movie. We were like, he, I mean, in order for this like accomplished woman to fall in love, he has to have some like skills and we've already established that he's dumb. So like, at least make him creative. Like maybe his skill is that he's actually like very, like he is the creative driving force behind the marketing of the love dudes, right? Like maybe he is because she's already a journalist. We don't have to make her like, like we have to make it so that they're a little bit more equal. So maybe we make him the one that comes up with the idea and then she builds off it, or she like, she's the one that's like, we need a new idea. And he's like, what if we did this? Or like, yeah, I totally agree. Right. And it's, it's something that we talked about earlier, right immediately after I watched the movie that I just remembered now. Um, but yeah, I to- like fully second you on that. I think that because he is from this like family and a part of the plot in the beginning, especially is that like, he doesn't really fit into the family because he has like that dance number. And then they are like, why are you dancing? It seems like he's kind of like a black sheep, even though he's the heir to the, in uh, to the whatever company. So it would have been cool to see him have like some sort of, like maybe he can take on this role as the leader of this uh, company, and that like he he is actually well placed for that role. You know, maybe he's just not like a stupid person. Totally. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think the just the fallout, the the end of this movie just was incomplete. Like every everything after the climactic scene where Ronnie gets in trouble for raising her hand, like the fallout of all those events did not wrap up. Like, imagine if like Rocky had a creative idea, like you said. Or even like he was like acknowledged the fact that like, uh, let's like the way, like he acknowledges the issue, like yeah. oh women aren't the only ones cooking. You can still have like Ron, like them one to it if you want, but yeah, or just give Rocky the spotlight for that. Um, I I think the 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 daughter uh, Gayatri uh, should have just been the the heiress to the company. That's how it should have ended with her arc. Is like oh, oh yeah. you're actually a genius and really good at like business and running numbers and like finance or whatever like what if you are like a leader in this company what if you end up being the real heiress you know what i'm saying like, like, like there's a lot of like ways, ways to, to end it thing, and they yeah. just didn't tie any of these loose ends up uh so yeah uh, i i when we were talking a few minutes ago i realized we hadn't talked about the advertisement scene i think that scene is like pretty core to like what the issue of the movie is is that just there's a lot of good things going on and then they just go nowhere um so yeah i'm glad we talked about it okay let's talk about songs Yes, I want to talk about songs. I have. What's your favorite song? Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's tough because, it, like, it's tough for any Bollywood movie because it, in this we're talking about the movie, but after this year, the movie is gonna be still the movie, but the songs are really what lives on from any Bollywood movie, right? Like we don't. Yeah, Jay Jivani, Hey Divani is great, but like Balampichikari comes on, you're like, oh, I love this song. Mm-hmm. So it's just tough because I think a lot of a lot of these songs are good, but I don't necessarily like the scenes behind them or like where yeah. they are in the movie. So I'll answer both questions. So my favorite song, just just song, like if I'm listening to it on the soundtrack, um, it might be "Tum Kya Mile," the one that takes place in Kashmir in the snow. Oh yeah. Thank you. 
I think yeah, it's yeah. a really beautiful song, but it's my least favorite song in the movie's context. Like, I just hated, the, like, j- I understand why it was there, but I was like, you're, you're, I think you're barely filming on location here. I can tell a lot of this is fake snow. And you hate and the, stuff. you hate the, like, I'm hallucinating my boyfriend trope. No, no, no. That part, <laughs> that part, I don't mind. Honestly, when the part, anybody's tapping them on the shoulder, they're like, is that my boyfriend? That my boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind that. It's just that, like. Like, I think about Karan Johar's, I think, probably best movie, which is Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum. Not by far. I think this, like, has a lot of better elements. But, like, overall, I think that it just works better. Um, I think the best part about the, a lot of those music videos, like, Suraj Hamadan, they were in Egypt. There's, there's real pyramids behind them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just like, just go, go show me that you're in a real location right now. Because I think sometimes they're outside, but sometimes they're just not outside. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can tell this is, like, kind of BS. And I just hate it when movies do that. Obviously, it's Bollywood, but still, like, at Bollywood will surprise you. There's a lot of, like, on-location, on-real-places shoots going on. It just it just makes the thing fun. Mm-hmm. And that was the one opportunity they had to do it, and they failed. But, yeah, so it's a weird thing. My favorite song and my least favorite scene in the, uh, out of all the songs. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, let's talk about your favorite one, and then we can talk about the other ones. Um, there are a few that I really like. I think, I mean, my favorite has to be the What Jumka song. Yeah. I love that song. I love, like, the dance. I love everything about it. That's, like, the instant classic. I literally, I mean, the movie came out, what, like, a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago? Gosh, really? Has it been that long? Let's just say a month ago, so I don't feel that bad. But, um, my cousin Riddhi got engaged, and Mm -hmm. her engagement party, her and her, uh, now fiancé, Karan, danced to What Jumka. And I was like, yeah. this, this movie came out a month ago, and like, it's in now their like official engagement video. So I'm like, this is awesome. It's a, it's just like a, it's an instant classic. Yeah, it's it's great. It's really good. Um, and that's the song that's a remake, uh, which I didn't know until very recently, but it's a remake of an older song. Is that older song good or like not really? I I think it's very similar. I don't really know anything about it, but. I know it's a remake. <laughs> Honestly, like uh, Akmare from, um, yeah. from Simba. That was really good. That was a remake. So yeah, yeah. I like these uh, this remake trend. Honestly, it's not bad. Not bad for our generation. The old, the old heads are going nuts probably. Yeah, yeah. But I think people like that song. Even though it's a remake, like even older people enjoy it. So um, speaking of Akmare, I think my second favorite song is the Heartbreak song. It's just so fun. and uh, Heartbreak. Yeah, the one at the beginning, the one that... Um, oh, Heartthrob. Heartthrob, sorry. Oh, my God. Very different meanings in those words. Oh, my God, Heartthrob. <laughs> heartthrob. Uh, yeah, no, again, fire song, but, like, why? Why? They why? just wanted some hot new actresses to walk across the stage. Like, oh, they wanted, 
Yeah, in the movie, all of those girls are like all the new age actresses. Oh, that's right. It's like Ananya Pandey and um, uh, yeah. what's the girl from Simba's name? Sarah, Sarah, Lee, Sarah Lee Khan. Yeah. Oh, and John V. Kapoor. This is a, a side note that uh, may or may not make the final cut of this podcast. So listeners, if you're listening to this, you're welcome. But me and a couple of my friends, I'll delete them unnamed so they're not embarrassed. But we did a uh, Bollywood actress draft, but solely based on looks. Oh my god, please. I need to know what, like, who was your number one pick? Who is everyone's number one pick? Just don't okay, put so, it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, no, no. I'm... I'm just going to read you this entire draft. I think this is going to make the final cut of this podcast because it, <laughs> it just feels right. Um, so person, we did a snake draft. So, you know, how we've done snake drafts on the pod. Like, yeah. I, I went third, and so I got two picks. Um, so my friend who went first, here's his list. His first overall pick, which I don't think was a great strategy. His first overall pick was... So you all sat in a room and did this? Um, no, we, we did this over Messenger. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, actually, I was literally going to, near the end of this podcast, do the Coffee with Current classics uh, question, which is essentially a draft of your hottest. But anyways, tell me yours. Well, we can still run that if we want later. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll tell you mine. So, like, keep keep in mind, this is not, like, my personal list, but rather who I got in the draft. So, if you don't hear some names, it's because they got drafted. Um, Okay, who was the number one draft pick? My number one draft pick. Not yours, in in the draft. Oh, in the draft was Ashwaya Rai. Okay, now this is going off prime. This is going off primes. So prime. we need to clarify this okay. is prime, prime uh, years for this. Yeah, actress. I mean is, that might not be a question. I mean, obviously, right? Okay, it's close. Yeah, so Ashwarya Rai was number one overall. Then Deepika was number two overall. Okay, um, yeah. So then I had I had number three, number four overall. So I got um, I'll just read you my draft list. So my number one pick was Katrina Kaif. Listen. Listen, it's not off acting ability. It's not a bad. It's not a bad one. I mean, in the prime, I, in her prime, in prime, absolutely, yeah. In the prime, I, I'm think not I, about I, it. I was I was too young to understand what I was witnessing, which was I think the purest, rawest form of sensual energy I've ever witnessed <laughs> on screen, which is what, when in was every movie. <laughs> in every, every movie, movie she's in. <laughs> I like, do remember that one song in Doom, in Doom 3. 3 was probably, oh, oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, I when you said Katrina came, that's the picture that popped up in my head. That, I think that was the that was the first time in my life where like I watched a movie and I I understood it in the moment. Like I've I've gone back and look at her looked at her music videos and stuff, and I'm like, oh my goodness. But <laughs> Doom three, I was like so good. I was like how eighteen did, or something. How did like whatever his name is, uh, 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 um, Amir, Amir Khan. Khan? I don't know how he survived. I would I think not. Had, I remember he in that entire scene, he was sitting in a chair. And I think that was on purpose because I don't think you could stand like your knees would be wobbling. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that scene is yeah. Just on that scene alone, you can give her whatever. <laughs> so I'll read you my overall list. Um, the, the seven we, we drafted seven people each because we got to five and we were like, this is rude to all. The <laughs> this is so disrespectful. It, it really it did feel disrespectful. So my overall list was um, Katrina Katrina number one. I have Alia but number two. Listen, it's off. It's off stock picks, right? So I can't let them get Alia and two another person, right? So my number three, I'm really proud of. I got uh, Sushmita Sen at number three, with okay. fo- followed by Madhuri Dixit at four. I think that you're older than me, and it's showing. Okay. Anyways, listen. So Krupa did not under did not recognize the name. I showed her a picture of Sushmita Sen yesterday. I know. I know what she looks like. I know what she looks like. But I'm just saying, she Mehuna Sushmita Sen. Oh my goodness. Okay. 
<clears throat> okay, uh, number five, I got Prithi Zinta. Number six, I got Ananya Pandey. Just because my friends had gotten a young, a younger girl as well, and I was like, I need uh-huh. to combat. Okay, and I'm not gonna hate on Ananya Pandey. She's cool. Yeah. Uh, you're actually, if you hate on any of my picks, you hate women. So be careful. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. My number seven is Shilpa Shetty. That was the last overall pick of the draft. Okay. Sure. Not a bad one. Not a bad one. You clearly aren't going to vote for me in the overall picks. I no, I want to hear everybody else's now because I want to know who has your, the best Your the best resting taste. heart right now, right now is like 38. Like There's nothing going on internally. No. I mean, no, for for Katrina Cave herself, it's like off the charts. But <laughs> So um, person number one uh, got Ashwarya Rai, Priyanka Chopra, Bibashu Basu, Anushka Sharma, Disha Patani, Karina Kapoor. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Okay, this person is not it. Disha, but okay, whatever. I'm not gonna hate on these people. Yeah. Okay, fine. I think you'll. I think you'll like this list probably the best then, uh, because I mean the first pick is Deepika, so. Yeah. Already. I mean. Um, yeah. Number two is uh, Rani Mukherjee. Number three, Vidya yeah, Balan. Yeah, she's hot. Kiara Advani. Uh, yeah. Gajol, Sonam Kapoor, and Eliana De Cruz. Yeah, this person they they know they know what's up. Yeah, Eliana, Eliana De Cruz and Burfi. Is hot. She's hot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and that concludes our segment on uh, Bollywood baddies. Now yeah. back to Rocky Arani. Uh, oh, favorite song. I said What Jumka and Heartthrob. That's how we got to this because we were talking about young actresses. Yes. Heartthrob was really fun, but also like didn't really make sense considering what, what Rocky's character ends up doing and being, uh, in my opinion. Like, I think it's just like. He's a one woman man. Yeah, he's like, he's a serial he's monogamist. Not, he's not a pl- like he's not a player. He's like I want. He's like I have an old school heart. I know. Maybe he's like I want love and like marriage. Yeah, it didn't. No, I sense. think it's because he wants to be a dancer. That's why he's a heartthrob. But I mean, I get it. The no, even even in that context, I get it. Like all the girls in it are like, he's a heartthrob. He's what we want. I mean, like the the unattainable boys are what you want. So I guess so. It. Okay. I mean, I, fi- I like it. it. It's reminded me of that one song in Om Shanti Om, where all the. I actually think that I think that might be the most disrespectful thing you said all podcast <laughs> to, to compare heartthrob from Rocky Rani to Divanagi Divanagi like, because Om. different girls came out and their hair was like flipping, you know. Just, just disrespectful. The 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 clout. That's like comparing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Fine, you're the one who picked Ananya Pandey in your draft, so. <laughs> you know, I told Krupa, I told Krupa that, and she goes, "Isn't she like 14?" I was like, "Hold on, no, 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 she's my age." She's She's 24, and oh. she's older than Krupa. And Krupa goes, "Then why does she look 14?" And I was like, "Ah, I she's she's dating that really hot man. Um, I don't remember his name, but he's really hot. I'm sure she is because she's also very hot." Yeah, in like an underage kind of way. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I will not take any hate on women on this podcast, Bria. This is okay, a yeah. safe space. No, I actually I actually don't want to say that. Um, Anina Pandey, I know, like seriously, that was not messed up with me. Anina Pandey is hot. Like, I should not be talking. So she doesn't need to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's never had to be funny in a room. So I shouldn't be talking. No. Anyways. No, she hasn't. She hasn't. And, you know, pretty privilege exists. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we talked about heartthrob. Well, that was weird. I made like a pop sound with my noise, with my mouth. Uh, we, talked about, <laughs> we talked about heartthrob. We talked about Jumka. Uh, I said uh, Tum Kya Mele, which is like the snow song. 
I just want to shout out Lover by Dolce Sanj again. Not like an original mm. song, but like ah, just such a good song. Can you add, like, can you like start this podcast with that song? <laughs> you oh, probably sure, get copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, if I get copyrighted, <laughs> that com- that copyright company is on its last leg. Like if they're really hunting <laughs> yeah. for my podcast, yeah. you know, they deserve it. If, if they if they, if they catch me, they deserve it. That's my rule. I, I, I use copyrighted songs all the time on this podcast. Um, okay, cool. And then I think the I think probably my my favorite song in the context of the movie. I think Jumka probably takes it, but like this is really close. Is uh. Uh, the song where they're, it's all red. The Dindora. Uh, yeah. Um. I don't. I saw. I recently watched an interview with Karen Joher where he said that that's a complete ripoff. Well, not ripoff, but uh, inspired by uh, Sanjay Leela Bansali. Yeah, you can tell. It's very yeah. clearly like trying to do what Sanjay Leela Bansali does, but uh, it gets pretty close. It, it's, yeah. it's pretty great. Really good soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is gonna be around for a bit. Definitely the most like iconic soundtrack from a Bollywood movie in years. I think that's it yeah, yeah. I I I really liked it. I have listened to it a lot recently. Nice. It feels very nostalgic, yeah. even though it's fresh music. It feels very like my childhood music. So yeah, I think I think because I just watched the movie again for the the second the first again for the first time. I guess. Um, yeah, it's I'm now entering my phase where I will be listening to the the soundtrack for this movie every day for for the next month. I actually mm-hmm. have you on split screen right now. This is not a joke. I have you on split screen because on the right is you, on the left is uh, that song Dindora Bajere because I I literally was listening to it like as you joined the the Google Meet today. Oh, fair um, enough. Um, also, as going back, I don't know what I feel like this movie is saying about cheating. Oh, great call. That 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 part confused me when the grandma was like, yeah, I cheated. So what? And I was like, you cheated. Wait, what? what's happening? And then they just don't really talk about it again. Yeah. And the and the grandfather is cheating while he's married. I don't know how yeah. I feel about well, that. You know, it's tough because it's like so clearly abusive relationships both ways. Yeah, I know. And it's like maybe if you're getting abused, it's OK to cheat, which like, you know. I can't say no to that, but also, why do we gotta make it's, that distinction? In it's the very place? complex. Yeah, very I mean, complex. I don't think that they really thought about it. It's just a two cute old people like having a relationship, which is great. But like, they they treat this grandmother like she's like a very sour, angry old lady. And if my husband was cheating on me at the ripe age of seventy, I would also be sour and angry. Like, and he never really. I mean, like. It, he seemed to have had 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 some cognitive impairment, which is okay. Um, but he never showed any affection towards her. It seems so. Well, also, um, but she did like she did like literally. She was like the worst wife you could probably ever have. Yeah, yeah, but it probably didn't help that he was cheating on her. 
Yeah, that's fair. So, 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 <laughs> so, so they they were so they they cheated when they were younger when they both had spouses on that seven day like poetry thing. That's what. Yeah, and happened. and they and at the time he was in full control of his faculties. So like this was right. pre impairment, so or pre disability. So I and and everybody's like, oh, this grandmother sucks. We're literally not inviting her to our wedding. Um, but like she got cheated on too. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's hard. I think this is like, this is where like maybe this movie does do a good job because generational trauma is hard and it's sticky. And that's why people have really toxic relationships with their parents, grandparents. Right. So like, this is one uh, version of that, which I, I can understand. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It didn't bother me in the moment, but then thinking about it afterwards, I was like, did you say that they cheated? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, they, yeah, they were, but yeah. I mean, they were, yeah. I guess I didn't realize that that was what when they were married, that they had met and had this like poetry scandal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> poetry convention scandal. <laughs> Super sexy stuff. No, dude, yeah. these conventions get wild. That You're right. You, this is random, but in the movie The Big Sick, Ray Romano's uh, the dad, and he he also admits that he cheated when he was at a math convention. Yeah. Watch out for these conventions, man. I don't know what these people are doing. But I didn't... It's hard to write best quote because there's so many moments of, like, Ranveer Singh just... I have a best quote. Ranveer Singh. I have, I have two nominees, but they're not, like, my favorite or anything. Okay. Give it to me. Well, I, I like the one where it's, like, the family does the backseat driving in a relationship. Like, mm. that was a really cool, like quote and like thought to explore throughout the film i think mm-hmm. um and then i like the moment where rocky is sitting in bed with his grandfather after ronnie rejects him and he's like these strategy <laughs> girls are bitches yeah. i thought that was really funny <laughs> like, there's so yeah. many moments that i could put but yeah i mean i think everything runveer singh says could be nominated and win this award yeah uh minor exclusive guys talk only um and you know what i mean i kept saying you know what i mean after the movie <laughs> it's so catchy Dude, those are two stupid ones but that was my favorite <laughs> sweet as jaggery <laughs> <laughs> like rhyming jaggery he's like yeah they had to rhyme with memory so <laughs> that was good um, yeah, I think the true winner of this quote is actually uh, Like I just think that yeah. like uh, is so good. Uh, but I I actually like talking about like rewatchability. If we're pretending that we're on the rewatchables right now, I guess I kind of am. I think a lot of like the rewatchability of this movie comes from Ranveer Singh's like improv and like just the, his dialogues in general. Because you can just run those. Like it's basically a com- it's like a slapstick comedy movie, and so slapstick comedies are just inherently rewatchable because of that. So. I think mm-hmm. that's a, like an underrated aspect of this that'll help it maybe help it live longer than other movies like this would live, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. I actually feel the same way about Barbie for what it's worth. Like the aspects of that movie that just feel like a Will Ferrell comedy, like not not. I mean, obviously Will Ferrell's in that movie, but I mean like have that vibe. Yeah, uh, I think that the is Ken the, the Ken um, Ryan Gosling the Ken, Ken parts the Kennergy the Kennergy of the movie the Kennergy yeah yeah yeah. I agree. I don't remember what I was going to say. I recently saw a blooper of Barbie uh, where, you know, that part where she says, I'm ready to be your long distance, low commitment, whatever. And he goes sublime behind the curtain. 
Have you seen the the blooper where he's like, my milkshakes do bring all the boys to the yard or whatever? No, no I haven't, but that's awesome. He like apparently tried different things behind the curtain because um, that's like improv and everybody's like, what the fuck? It's really funny. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Sublime was probably one of the best things of in that movie. Like best moments was him just being like sublime. Just being like, what did he say? That's what he chose? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to talk about in Rocky and Ronnie? I'm sure if we sat here and just like we're hanging out, we could probably come up with 50 more things to say. No, we can wrap it up. But um, I do want to ask you a kill Mary hookup question in Coffee with Kern. This is the conclusion to our Rocky and Ronnie podcast is you're going to ask me who I want to uh, kill Mary and who? Kill Mary and what? They say kill Mary hookup in Coffee with Kern. Thank you for keeping this show, PG. Kill Mary. Um, Kill Kill Mary and give a little... Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's actually two classic coffee with current questions. So the first one is, who would you kill Mary Hookup? And I would have to ask you three hot actresses in the industry. So I'll pick. Um, Could we okay, actually well, change it up? Can we? Can we do? Can we do uh, three actors? hot actors? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Um, kill Mary Hookup. Um, I. Uh, this is hard. Um, Ranbir Kapoor. Uh, Ranbir Singh. And Aditya Roy. No, no, Those no. are your three choices. For I'm trying movie. to pick. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of literally any other actor in Bollywood. Um, what? Are you talking about like hotties? Yeah. You want to give me like Rithik Roshan? Oh my. Wait, yeah. It, oh, I forgot. It's in First the overall pick of the draft. Okay, okay. Okay. Cancel Ranbir Kapoor. Just take him out. Um, Thank you. Rithik Roshan. I'm just going to take out Ranbir Singh too because I feel like he's going to be your hookup. So. Um, um, Rithik Roshan, uh-huh. um, Shah Rukh Khan. Ooh, interesting. That is and interesting. I'm trying to find like a really sexy boy. Uh, John Abraham. Really? Okay, fine. John Abraham. Rithik Roshan, Shah Rukh Khan, John Abraham for you. Look, I'm just trying to play the game. Um, Kill Mary Hookup. No, you have to do the music. Na 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 na. Welcome back to Coffee with Karen. <laughs> okay, my nepo baby, kill Mary, hook up, John Abraham, Rithik Roshan, Shah Rukh Khan. This is actually a little harder than I thought it was at first. Because at first I was like, oh, definitely just kill John Abraham, which still might be the case. But like John Abraham. Like John Abraham feels almost like a Hollywood actor. You know what I mean? His name is John Abraham. Yeah, his name is John Abraham. And he just doesn't act in movies anymore. So I'm just like... I know. And he like low-key, he used fair and lovely for sure. He like looks white. Yeah, and also in that movie, Patan, he's like... His name is like Paul. Oh, I heard about this. I haven't seen Patan yet. It's, it's fine. But yeah. yeah. I took all okay, my white I, friends I, I, to see it. It was funny. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Uh, I want to do that with some movies. Uh, I, I probably am just going to have to kill John Abraham if I'm being mm. real. I think that the easy answer here is uh, marry Shah Rukh Khan and uh, give a little to Rithik Roshan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say Rithik Roshan would make a fine, like a damn fine husband, I think. He just seems mm-hmm. like a gentleman. I mean, so does Shah Rukh Khan, but Rithik Roshan is... Wah. 
Uh, do you have yeah, different, different answers for this question? Would you have done the same thing? No, I think I would have done the same thing. But I will say that in uh, Coffee with Karen, you would have to do it in rapid fire because you're um, competing for the hamper and you would have lost because that was so slow. Well, uh, thanks for telling me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not getting the hamper. Apparently the hamper has a lot of good goodies in it, but I don't know, I've never had it. Um, like, a la- like a laundry hamper? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a really big basket that they call a hamper and it has a bunch of things wow. in it. What's the budget of this show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then the second question that is always asked in the rapid fire is rank in order of sex appeal. And then I'm going to give wow. you five actors. Um, five. And normally they're all like would be in the same age group as you. Uh, they'd be your contemporaries. So I'm going to say Siddharth Malhotra, Varun Dhawan, um, um, do you know Varndon? I don't know if you know. Him. I know the name. I'm, I'll look them up as you're saying. Okay. Um, I'm blanking on names. Um, do you know Vijay Devrakonda? I know he's like your contemporary, but he's kind of shit actor. I, he's a shit Hindi actor. Uh, um, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, no. Here. Who did you say? Who did you just tell me? Uh, Vijay Devrakonda, but you might not know him. He's only in like a couple Hindi movies, but he's like really. He's like a little. Um, this guy, right, he's, he's number five. He's number five for sure. Next. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me find. Okay, your contemporaries are gonna be. Oh, okay. I forgot about this guy. I'm really struggling with names right now. It's because it's so. I'm so tired. I got up at five a.m. Okay, okay. Uh, your your contemporaries are your five are. Uh, Siddharth Mahotra, Vijay. Oh, sorry, Varandavan, um, um, Vicky Koshal. Uh, Ishan Kutter. Um, Did I go to school with that guy? What did you say? <laughs> and Tiger Ishan Shroff. Who? Ishan Kutter. Oh, Kutter. And Tiger, Tiger Shroff. Shroff. Wow, Tiger Shroff is such a good... Oh, actually, take out Ishan Kutter and Karthikaryan. So your five options are Siddharth Valhotra, Varandavan, Vicky Kosho, Tiger Shroff, and Karthikaryan. So no Varun. Oh, no, no, I Varun's said Varun. Yeah. Okay. So Siddharth, uh, number one. Is that um, most sex appeal or least? Most most sex appeal. Oh, okay. Uh, Tiger Shroff, number two. Um, I'm actually going to go... Wait, what was the fifth one? You had Varun, Karthik, and... Uh, Vicky. I'll go... I'll go. Uh, oh, Vicky's number five for sure. Uh, Varun, number three, <laughs> Karthik, four, and uh, fucking Vicky. Look at Vicky, dude. Vicky looks like a fucking... <laughs> Vicky is married to your number one girl, so your number one hottie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guy, so watch who guy. you're talking to. That's who. That's who your number one baddie likes. That's what she this guy likes. Looks like he did Bhangra in college, and he's now a DJ. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's Punjabi. So yeah. I'm telling you, I'm, I got the soul read on this dude. Oh my! There is there is an iconic Coffee with Karn episode. Uh, there's actually two that you need to watch in unit uh, one after another, uh, okay. where Katrina Cave is asked, "Who would, would you think you would look best uh, paired opposite?" And she answers, "I think I would look really nice with Vicky Koshal." And the next episode is with the Vicky Koshal, and this is before they know each other. And uh, Karen Johar says. Who would you, who do you think Katrina Kaff said uh, she would look hottest with? And it was Vicky Koshal. And then he passed out on the couch in surprise that Katrina Kaff thought he was hot. 
Cut to two years later, they're married. So, do they meet? Karen Johar because he DJed a wedding and she, she was like, "Well, you're no." Really they met because Karen Johar set them up because of the show. Because they both thought that each other was hot. So, so get on coffee with Karen to find your soulmate. Uh, I already have my soulmate, and oh, yeah. uh, her name is uh, Alia. Yeah, true. Iranvir <laughs> so saying, wait, if my, you want my, my number. final, my final list is Siddharth. What did I say? Siddharth, Tiger, uh, Varun, Karthik, Vicky. Awesome, list, right? That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I do you have I, a Vicky higher? I agree that I would put Vicky higher. He has a quality about him. I think Karthik just feels like a uh, boy next door. I think Karthik feels slimy to me. Karthik feels like he doesn't have a bed frame. And he has navy blue sheets. <laughs> it's because of the characters he plays. <laughs> the one the one character I've seen him play is in Sonu Ketikuke Sweetie. And he's just like... <laughs> he doesn't have a bed frame. Yeah, yeah, he's a mess in that movie. Um, another um, movie that is like tries to be socially conscious to lesser effect is a new movie that came out with Karthik Aryan and Kiara Advani. Uh, named Satya Prem Ki Kata. Okay. It has a similar, it's trying to be a rom-com with like a social message. It does it much more poorly, but it also be, uh, got really popular in India. So something interesting, man, I might have to go on a Bollywood one after this and just, uh, it would be nice to just like have seen at least like some of Alia's best movies. Cause I think she's kind of coming out as like a kind of like a, the biggest deal in Bollywood right now. Yeah, I agree. She's also like Gucci ambassador now. She's in Heart of Stone. Like she's definitely doing things. True. I mean, Deepika Padukone's the the ambassador of uh, Qatar Airlines. She Qatar she's the ambassador of basically every company. So Louis Vuitton, That's true. That's true. <laughs> basically every luxury company. Cartier. Um, weirdly, um, Ranveer Singh is the ambassador for Arsenal in India, the soccer team. So that guy. <laughs> Get that guy away from every sport. He can't. The only sports he can play are like esports at this point. It's his professional sporting career is just over. Yeah, but he, he, at least he's hot. Pretty privileged. I have a long watch list of this. I have uh, uh, eighteen thousand seasons of uh, Coffee with. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so good. It's so bad. Just watch the YouTube like um like little like videos. You don't need to watch the whole like season. It's useless. Okay. Um, any closing thoughts on Rocky Rani after this like insane ending to a podcast? Sorry, I I'm so tired. <laughs> no, no, you're good. It's not you. I'm I'm eating it up. This is um, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just insane. <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> it's completely tapped out. Wow. I I guess go watch Comic Con. <laughs> You're not even recommending the movie we talked about. For no, now it's good. Watch me. No, <laughs> no. I mean, obviously, you've already watched it because we we spoiled every single scene in the movie. So <laughs> you would be surprised. I think there's actually people out there. Actually, I know one, Angela, who's a huge fan of this podcast. Shout uh, out to Angela. Kevin's. Wait, do you have a Patreon? <laughs> Angela should be paying you. I will. <laughs> I would make a Patreon and and pretend like it's a huge thing, but then just get one person to yeah. subscribe. It's just Angela supporting your career. I mean, at this point, that's that's still the truth. It's still just Angela supporting my career. So I might promise as well make her I'll listen to an episode. You've what's have you listened to an episode? 
You were um, on an episode, just to play. <laughs> no, I actually started one of your episodes. Um, your, um, I started one of them, but I don't remember which. Oh, didn't you do like a Pixar one? <laughs> I did. I did do a Pixar. <laughs> yeah, one. I started that one. It's a, it's one of the bigger bigger episodes of late. Um, but I've been unable just to you and whoever's listening at this point, an hour and a half into the podcast. Uh, I've been unable to recreate the uh, viewership of my first six months of this pod. So for for some reason, even like Barbie, Barbie just cracked the top ten episodes ever, but the other nine are all like pre May or like pre June. I wonder why. What do you think? Is it because like people were like, "Oh, you're starting this podcast." Like, is that why? Yeah, or? I think people. I think people are were being nice, and now they're like, "Look, I can't be nice for eight months in a row." So you're gonna have to figure out another solution. Um. And I've done zero marketing except for my own Instagram account. So at this point, it's... it's I think this episode will get some viewership. If I'm being honest, I I feel like I'll make you a graphic. I got an idea for a graphic that I think will just... It'll just... It'll do something for you. I would love that. I would love more Instagram content. Um, Okay, I'll send it to you. Um, I also like your episodes where you have your friends on, so... I think that's a common theme. Uh, it's just that a lot, of, a lot of my friends don't want to be on the pod. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was telling somebody. Vidi was asking me. Um, <laughs> she was like, oh, are you on it every week? And I was like, no. I, I think he just asks his friends <laughs> sometimes, and sometimes they say yes. But I actually do want to be on it. It's just, you know, you're very busy as well, so. That's a that's an overstatement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I got a normal life. Thanks for being on the pod. We should do this more often. Let's not wait six or months before to. We we have to do the um the hot British men draft. On this oh yeah. Hot, okay. Hot should we just actors. schedule it now? Honestly. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, let me let me conclude um, the pod first. But uh, oh yeah, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> let me let me sign off. Uh, listeners, thanks for listening. Uh, go watch Rocky Irani, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Peace.